Welcome to the Beauty Hustle Podcast, a show dedicated to exploring the entrepreneurial side of the beauty industry and giving inspiration to you all. Now, here's your host, Robin Johnston. Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining in again. In this episode today, we speak to Tiffany from Level Up Lash. She has her own product line and as a trainer. In this episode, we speak loads about positivity and really great energy and how she went into training and what she wanted to achieve. Hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for coming on the show today then, Tiffany. So if you can just give us a little bit about who you are and what you do. For sure. So I'm a lash artist and supplier here in the US. I'm located a little bit away from Washington, D.C. I'm in Northern Virginia, and I do lashes as well as permanent makeup, eyebrows, um, and then I sell lash products. Perfect, perfect. So when did you start out in beauty? Oh, gosh, when did I start? Uh, back in 2012, I started doing lashes, yeah. Good. Um, so is that where you always seen yourself being in the beauty industry? Not at all. I think initially, you know, with lashing, you, you first want to master your craft and it's, it's difficult. It's a lot harder than what it looks. So initially I really just wanted to build this robust clientele. And after working, I would say, um, let's say around like a year to 18 months ago, I started thinking about, okay, what, what's next? Like, what is the next level for, for me? And you know, you just, um, I have two kids now, so I lashed through two pregnancies. So I think when that happened, I just started to also think about my purpose and more than just clients or money, but you know, what, what do I want to leave this world with, mm-hmm. um, you know, having helped people or what, what imprint do I want to make on this industry or society? So that's when I started thinking about growing and where I could best use my strengths. And I love business. I love marketing. So doing product distribution really interested me. Perfect. Um, so do you have a salon then? And you, are you still doing treatments? I'm actually home-based. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm home-based. Oh, good. Um, so for anyone then maybe working themselves, what would your advice be on branching out like you have? Yeah, I think you need to, I think everyone's, um, success or like their their steps throughout their careers especially in this industry it, it it's going to require a lot of looking within mm-hmm. and figuring out what's good for you because I know um a few years ago when I really started thinking about like okay like do I want to take this operation outside of my house and try to get a salon and hire people and I had to really ask myself a lot of questions and I do not think I would be good as a salon owner over a lot of employees in that kind of environment because I like to have very like, I'm an introvert, I'm a very personal one-on-one connections with me. And I just think it would be too hectic um, managing that kind of operation. And I just decided to really dig deep and figure out what am I good at? And, you know, I think an artist who wants to branch out, those are, that's the question you really mainly need to ask yourself because what, what might be good or what might have led someone to success that's different from you is, is good it's because they have different qualities. So really doing that inner work to figure out what would be best for you. 
so you also do your training then could you explain a little bit about how you got into that step what made you go in that direction yeah so the way I do trainings is, is different because um trainings for me was a way to really just pass on the blessing of what this industry has done for me to another woman I mean it's allowed me to like I said it's a last through two pregnancies i've stayed at home with my children i'm my own boss i enjoy all of these things it's creative it's you know it has that creative stimulate um simulation to it so i really wanted to train to like pass the gift <laughs> on to another person and i actually got started because i'm home-based when i first started doing trainings i would actually go to salons and train staff there so i i did um a lot of beauty schools where I would come in and, you know, train like the aesthetics class at a beauty school or aesthetics department of a hair salon or of a spa. That's how I started. Now I do private trainings where people can come to my home, you know, my home studio and get trained if they'd like. And I certify people um, in classic and in volume. But um, that's how I got my start. And I, I actually really liked it because it was a little bit different than um, I've done group classes before, but I just something about intimate and, you know, settings I really like. Yeah, that's good. Um, so then you have your product line with lashes then, so was that always the goal or you just, did you say that that changed in about a year? Yeah, so with products, just as I learned more about marketing and how I could really make some changes in the, like what this, in my opinion, what the industry needs, uh, just kind of examining where I felt like there might be some demand and some needs there. And um, especially now with there being a huge need for like, diversity also, you know, I um, looked into products and I know it's very controversial. Like some people hate pre-made, some people really like them. I personally don't feel like people should have love hate relationships with lashes. <laughs> like yeah. they work some people they they don't for others i think as long as you're not damaging people's lashes and you know what you're doing when you're using a pre-made um then it's fine and and also i think um in certain locations the clientele is going to demand a different kind of service or have a different expectation so for instance with me a lot of my clients don't wouldn't want to wait through um, a three-hour volume um, or mega volume service they're they're busy women professionals they just they want the lashes but not three hours and then even the two it's just a, a lot but they do want fuller lashes so initially when I started using um pre like initially I think I was against it because I was just being like a follower like oh you know it'll pre-made like like as if something's wrong with it like but, but then like the more people I would kind of just talk to like off the record they'd be like and they would just enlighten me and I'm like you know what let me just try it and I came across some really really good quality pre-made and then when I did my research I found even better ones and I was like you know what if I'm feeling this way there has to be other lash artists who want volume lashing in particular to just be more simple and like a little bit easier to approach and then also easier to sell to a client um the idea you know for, for clients again who just don't want to dedicate that much time to it so that's where my idea initially came for the products is just making lashing kind of taking the struggle if you will out of um out of lashing by offering 
different products and and trying to really push lash artists to think outside the box elevate their mindset and not be as judgmental with with changes that are going to inevitably come to our industry so yeah i think um i don't know if it's newer here in the uk the pre-made fans but there was loads of people against it yeah (laughs) and really it is i think there's a time and place for them like you say when people are busy or I've, I've actually thought about it's probably going to be better hopefully post-COVID to use some pre-mades, especially in the inners, because who has time? <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they come in handy and they're, they're better quality than what they were. Mm-hmm. And manufacturers are really stepping their, their game up there. And again, like if you don't like them, you don't have to use them. You know, it's not a, and, and it is a good way, I think, for people to maybe um, see themselves with volume if they're not ready, you know, to make that transition, whatever. I, I think that they're useful and I, I don't hate them, that's for sure. But I also understand and can appreciate the beauty of a, a handmade volume set. And, and I understand the work and, and talent that, goes into yeah. those sets yeah yeah um so younger tiffany then how were you like at school and growing up were you always kind of business minded did you think you would have a business i was always really ambitious like i just remember always wanting to go above and beyond like in school always wanting to challenge myself and super hard working and um i remember like even after college just working really hard and and not always feeling like I was recognized. And that was when a light bulb went off. Like I need to be my own boss because I work incredibly hard, but it's not always, you know, um, met with reward or even acknowledgement. And I remember, you know, that kind of bothered me when I was, you know, younger and out there trying to get my first job and stuff like that. But just, I've just always been like hardworking and ambitious. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, how important do you think mentors are in the beauty or business like? Very, very. Because generally, you know, it's like for lash artists, we'll take a classic certification. Some of us go to beauty school, some don't, uh, depending on where you are and, you know, what the laws are. But we'll take our classic certification. A lot of times if it's in a group setting, you're, you may not be getting that um, attention that, you know, you need. And then you might want to take a volume certification and it might be the same scenario. So, and then you're working all by yourself a lot of the times if you're not in a salon with other lash artists. With clients, we know nothing about lashes. So it's like, where does the, <laughs> and then we live on Instagram when we're not doing that, right? And we're like drooling over other artists' work mm-hmm. probably a lot better than ours if we're just starting out. So to me, there's so many chances for you to feel alone mm-hmm. and discouraged which I, I don't think that's good. So that's where mentors are so helpful. The relationship that you can build with a mentor is so rewarding because it's not just like them helping you with your technical skills. It's also them helping you with your mindset and your confidence. And I know I have several in the lash industry. I, I call them like my Insta friends or something. Like, you know, like I never even met them, a lot of them before, but I literally will call them or FaceTime them and with questions and then sometimes like you know oh this this happened with this client how should I handle this or what would you do if and it's it's very important yeah that's good um I know it's good when you find people on Instagram too isn't it yes 
for sure. Um, and also then, how important do you think a positive mindset is for success? Oh, very. It's everything. It's everything. Because I always like to say when you're, especially when once you have clientele and you're getting to the point where you're starting to charge and take clients, it's just that energy transfer. That's all that's happening. Well, not to say that's all that's happening. Of course, lash magic is happening. But <laughs> even the, the lash magic, it's like it's fueled by the energy, you know. And if you've ever went anywhere for any kind of beauty service, you know when your therapist has an attitude or if they've had a bad day, it makes you uncomfortable. And it really makes you feel like, well, why is she acting like that with me? Or what happened, you know? And it's um, a positive mindset even when you don't feel like it is even more important. Um, to trick yourself into being optimistic because uh, it's our jobs, I think, has a lot to do with, with energy and how far we go, I really feel like can all be contributed to that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> um, so where do you see yourself and your brand in 10 years' time? Ooh, I don't know. 10 years? <laughs> I would really love to, to grow um, in this industry as a supplier. I really would love to give a voice to, um, you know, I want to, first of all, my, my main thing for sure is I would love to see this industry become more diverse in terms of the leadership. Um, when you go to the conferences, when you're choosing your lash supplier, when you're taking your classes, I would love to see more people who look like me in those positions. And I'm not saying that, you know, it, it, at the cost of anyone else, but just to, to have there be more representation in that sense. Um, I think as a supplier, I would love to grow because I, I just feel like even being able to promote other artists' work, you know, within my brand is something I really would love to do because I see my work every day and it's good, but there's people who are just as good, if not better, more creative, who might do, um, you know, like I live in a very conservative area, so I don't really get a lot of opportunity to do a bunch of mega volume, but I love watching like a lot of my lash sisters who are in like California or in Arizona and they get more of people who just want to do more dramatic stuff. I, I love that. So I think, again, like having a lash supply brand will help me do that. And I just want to be able to elevate as many people as possible, you know, and you know, obviously grow up for me, that would be, would be the kind of growth that I want to experience in 10 years. So. Yeah. Um, so two last questions then. Um, what, what best or most worthwhile investment you've made? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, last year I took Maven Artistry, her face studies class. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be able to do that. You should. Um, worthwhile, worthwhile. Money well spent. And then her, again, her energy, just being able to meet her and really um, talk to her, spend quality time with her was great because just how I talked about seeing like diversity in terms of background, you know, so having white, black, uh, Latina, all kinds of backgrounds in the industry. I think there's also a, a certain level of um, diversity and like personality too that is nice to see in the industry because I know when I first got into the beauty industry, I was nervous because I'm not a, a glamorous kind of person. You know, like I said, I'm an introvert. I'm not even somebody who is, um, 
how can I put it? Your typical, I guess you could say, like beauty therapist. You know, I'm more um, reserved, quiet, a lot of time into natural beauty, but I love the creativity of lashes, you know? So being able to, to meet with Trina and um, just kind of vibe with her on that level too, because I, I kind of got the feeling that she's um, definitely somebody who has a lot of depth to her and you know she it's not just about the lashes it's about the creativity it's about helping people it's about being intentional and she's she represents all that so that was a great investment and i would also say i took a branding course which i would love to shout out i think a lot of people would benefit um it was called beautifully branded and um it was with a coach named christina um well, by Stina Faye is her Instagram, but her name is Christina Fowler. And um, it was just amazing because it was like this whole class dedicated to everything that's behind your brand and helping you do the inner work to really create a brand. Like not just the logo, not just colors or aesthetic, but everything behind that, your brand messaging, your values, um, you know, really picking apart yourself to understand what you can bring to your business. And that was worth every single penny. Oh, that sounds so good. I think you will love it. I will tag you. Yes, definitely. Um, so in the last five years, what's a new habit or belief that's improved your life? That's a great question. Waking up early. <laughs> Waking up early. I think when I... So my daughter, my oldest child, my daughter, she's going to be six this year. Mm -hmm. So five years ago, she was really young or, yeah, might have been pregnant, but it kind of turned everything upside down for me because I went from just being by myself, you know, I was in my like mid twenties and by myself, all I have to worry about is me. And then when you have a baby, um, I think for women, it's, it, it's so hard because our lives kind of just get like, whoop, like turned upside down and we go from being our main, you know, the main thing we have to worry about to now you have this little human you have to take care of and whatever like business goals or career goals you have they kind of you know you have to hit the pause button a little bit um if you really want to be present or at least I did you know maybe some other people don't have that experience but I definitely had to hit the pause button so I found that having a routine with just managing my time better by waking up early and and just doing you know just like maybe going for a walk like I have this path by my house and every morning I try to walk down there if the weather, you know, allows it. And it's really, it just helped me get clarity to kind of have a day that's productive, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of helped me. Good, good. Um, so where can people find you on social media then? Yeah, sure. On Instagram, you can find me at Level Up Lash Studio. And Facebook is Level Up Lash. Um, I have a Facebook group called Elevated Lash Artists if people would like to join that too oh, good so Belle, thanks so much for coming on the show then it's been so thank good thank you so much for having me